1: Welcome back. It's recovery. Sort of. I'm Jason, a guy who thinks he's open-minded until we talk about it. And I'm Billy. I'm a person in long-term recovery.
2: And I'm Jenny. I'm a person in long-term sobriety.
1: Yay. Jenny's joining us because we record two episodes and she's already here. I'm here. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, apparently, and I didn't know this when we were coming up with this idea of a spiritual principle a month, we had already done open-mindedness too, but, uh, that's the spiritual principle for February. So what the hell we're doing it again. Um, I think we'll have a more open mind to it this time, I hope
0: <laughs> well, I think it is one of the
1: foundational
0: principles to recovery is this idea of open mindedness it
1: It is, but like looking into it and, and I don't know if maybe you know you'll clarify whether our spiritual principle of open mindedness is slightly different than the Psychological open mindedness idea that we that I've come up with online. Um, maybe they're a little different, but uh, reading through some of this one, it's hard to find real good like scientific psychological definitions and information about open mindedness or or how to gain open mindedness once you're not. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it's also like really, really tricky. And some of the questions, uh, there's a I actually have two quizzes that we might try to look through, uh, depending on our timing there are interesting questions that like make me think maybe I am not so goddamn open-minded. Like I don't feel like I tie into what they're asking. So,
0: yeah. And to me, it sounds, it seems like open-mindedness is like a byproduct of some other spiritual principles. It's you, like, I don't think it's something you can just be like, I'm just going to be open-minded. Like, I don't know that that's possible. Like you have to have some humility and some uh, compassion and some of these other principles, honesty, To be able to be an open-minded person.
1: That's interesting. What, does, does Buddhism have like an open-mindedness equivalent? <laughs> That's
2: what uh, it's based on, I think. Yeah, I think it's just, yeah <laughs> just be open-minded. <laughs> We're
1: just open-minded. Yeah. That's like and pre- mean, I'm not, if you're
0: not open-minded, you somebody, can't even do
2: it. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody with more experience can can handle that question. But I, I think I think my, my gut reaction to things is like judgy. I have to practice being open-minded sometimes like I still have that initial reaction uh you know because I still I'm still working on me like that's kind of like fear-based and I I don't think I'm open open open-minded immediately I think once I give it a second then I'm like okay this is the open-minded response I'm gonna go with Hmm. so
1: so maybe open-mindedness is like Buddhism's uh 0.5 fold (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like it's Before the, it's other, folds, the right? other folds, <laughs> like it yeah. goes before all of them. Uh, so, uh, you know, what I found a little bit of in everyday use, the term open-minded is used kind of like a synonym for being non-prejudiced or tolerant. Uh, hmm. And I, I guess, you know, yeah, we, we kind of say that a lot of times, you know, are, are you open-minded to these kind of people moving in your neighborhood or to these minorities being in your county? Like, uh, you know, I think we talked a little bit about that on the last episode with You know, the idea of racism is doesn't seem very open-minded. Yeah. I don't know. But it says, from a psychological perspective, the term is used to describe how willing people are to consider other perspectives or try out new experiences. And that's kind of fascinating to me because those seem like two very different concepts. Like the idea of considering another perspective seems very different from the idea of me being open to trying a new experience. Like those just seem like different things to me.
0: Yeah, they do sound like very different things. I mean, being open to new, to trying new things is more of a like adventurous and fun and open to other uh-huh. points of view and things like that is more of a, like a vulnerability type of thing right and, like and there's s- more
1: emotion involved in that. yeah well and and i think i could be more open to like okay so if we're learning about a new culture if somebody comes on and tells us about a country they're from and in their country marriages are still arranged and you know it works out well and and you know they marry their children at 16 or something and and they don't have never met before like I might be open to that perspective as that's what works in that country, and those people live that way, and they have for thousands of years, and they like it, and everybody seems okay with it. I don't know necessarily if that means I want to go try it. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. That's yeah. a little weird, right? So right. I, I don't know. They do feel different, but apparently that's how open-minded is used in psychology. It huh. uh, can also involve asking questions and being active about searching for information that challenges your beliefs. And that's interesting, especially in our social media-driven world of, like, algorithms that only bring up things that, you know, agree with you or or that anger you to action, uh, one of the two. Like, I I don't actively search out information necessarily that challenges my beliefs. Hmm. I feel like I search out information that's challenging once I start to question a belief, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, that's when what I, look I it do up. yeah I'm like, am I sure that this actually works? Let me look uh, it more into it to people. What do they say against it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I'm starting to think too about open-mindedness as you're bringing it up in this way is like maybe it's like love in the sense that it's a word that it can be a spiritual principle, but it also can be some other things too. You know what I mean? Like when I say I love ice cream like everybody knows what that means but i don't think i'm practicing some spiritual principle in that context of love whereas you know doing something of service to someone i care about is the spiritual principle of love you know what i mean and is open-mindedness like that like is it yeah we can be open-minded about ideas and concepts but practicing the principle of open-mindedness it looks a little different
1: Definitely. I think me and Jenny would both agree. When you say you love ice cream, we picture that you have made your bedroom into <laughs> a freezer. Right. <laughs> you have you have a half gallon of ice cream right. on the bed next to you, sitting on the pillow, and every once in a while you dip your balls in it, right? <laughs> like that's that's what love and ice cream <laughs>
2: right. is. It's not exactly how my fantasy but yeah. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, yeah. And and you know something you said when we did Honesty, you said that may you know it's one of these words that i think we all think we know what it means when each other uses it i think that's kind of what you're getting at now right. like yeah i i would i wonder if we went out on the streets and took a poll like hey are you open-minded i bet you know if not 10 out of 10, at least 9 out of 10 people are saying yes, and I bet that looks very different in each of their took nine lives. they a quiz, lives.
0: they'd find out they weren't near as open-minded yeah, as Yeah, like, you're were.
1: not open-minded at all, <laughs> right. motherfucker.
0: Um, or they're open-minded to certain things, but not in right, general. Right, right.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm open to the idea that people put pineapple on their pizza, but, you know, not to the idea that you live different than me. That's crazy. Right. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you don't think people are bad at the get-go? Their original yeah. sin, goddammit. it. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Well,
0: here's a great one. People should be able to do whatever they want, but they shouldn't be able to get gay married. Like that shouldn't be- <laughs> Right. But you can do whatever you want. I don't care. Whatever you do in your own time is fine. So
1: I'm open-minded. You definitely <laughs> can't get abortions, but my body, my choice about vaccines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, you know, this is interesting. And and this is a totally different topic that maybe we'll, we'll gather one day, but I've found it fascinating to think of the word fair. And I've been looking at that a lot lately. And People use this word "fair" completely in the sense of it's not fair to me. Oh, and then not that it's not such a subjective word. I hate
0: that word. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, but nobody ever says like. Well, I'm not gonna say nobody. It's rarely used in the sense of like that's not equal amongst all. It's just. You can't do that. It's not fair to me for you to do that. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's not that fair. That just means you're not getting what you want. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and that seems to be how I hear fair all the time. I'm not yeah. getting what I want.
0: Yeah, And that's how, yeah, similar to open-minded. It's like, I'm open-minded about one or two random things. So that makes me an open-minded person. And it's like, well, that's not
1: really true. <laughs> yeah. That means you're totally closed off except for right. these two yeah. ideas. Yeah. Uh, So it says it also encompasses the belief that other people should be free to express their beliefs and arguments, even if you do not necessarily agree with those views. And I don't even know if that I do that. Like, I'm like, I think I'm pretty open minded, but I don't necessarily want people to be free to express (laughs) their views that I don't like. I don't want to see it. (laughs)
0: And I am. I'm very much. People should be able to say whatever they want.
1: Why? Yeah. But why are you not on Facebook?
0: Uh, because I feel like that's different. That's like more of a a toxic environment due to the nature of how it's set up Mm -hmm. and its manipulation of emotional stimulants Hmm. and stuff. Like it's not what people are saying on there that bothers me as much as like how it's algorithmically, if that's even a word, set up to antagonize me. Like it's, it's Mm. meant to draw up ire and fervor in people And I think that's unhealthy.
1: Well, so, I mean, Jenny, you just kind of mentioned this last episode too. Like when people talk about racist ideas around you, you want to get away from there. Yeah, I'm totally repelled. So is that like, is that not open-minded? Is that what they're saying here? That we're not open to people freely and expressing their beliefs and arguments?
2: It's a good point. I mean, I guess I'm not open-minded when it comes to that. Like I was Hmm. thinking of a scenario, like what if the Proud Boys wanted to do a little speech in uh, Elkton, you know, like. And as we talked about in the why speech episode, that's divisive speech. Like that's not why speech. Do I have to sit and listen to it? You know, am I being open minded?
0: Hmm. So, and I guess this would be where I would struggle is I don't necessarily have to listen to it and I probably would not go or try to listen to it, but I don't think they should not have the right to speak. Like, I think they should still be able to, if they want to do that, because All that happens, at least my understanding of that, especially like racist stuff, Mm -hmm. like because you tell someone they can't talk about their racism does not make them not racist. Mm -hmm. Like they are still very much racist. They just, you know, and if we completely close them down, then almost, as Jason said, with other areas of life, like. How are they going to get other information if we exclude them to a group that's only another small group of secretly racist people that they can be racist with? Like, where Mm. are they going to get better ideas?
2: It's probably a responsibility to listen to them, to make sure they're telling the truth, which probably they are not, you know, because otherwise they're going to manipulate people who don't know better. So it's probably responsible to be open minded and go to the stupid proud boys thing.
0: Yeah, and it is weird now, though, with social media and all that. It makes things different because yeah. weird voices get amplified for weird reasons, and it's like not the most educated or not the most honest or informative people that can rise to the top of a
1: microphone. Like, it's and it's infused dangerous. with money,
2: so you know it's like it's like money <laughs> yeah. driven. You know, so you really can't trust it.
1: You know, thinking about that though, I and I don't know that I've ever thought about this before. Like we. Look at things like cell phones and we say, oh, they're changing the way, you know, humanity operates. But we said the same thing about TV and then we said the same thing about books. And so, like, maybe this isn't a new thing like we think it is. Like, maybe we think the educated and the, you know, smart people or whatever used to rise to the top. But maybe it's never been that way. Maybe it's just always been the weird voice (laughs) that people gravitated to for some emotional reason like maybe ben franklin wasn't necessarily some genius maybe he just we bought into his bullshit right like i i don't know i'm just maybe this isn't really a novel idea maybe it's happening in a new way but maybe we're just assuming that like our forefathers were these great thinkers and that's why they were at the top maybe they just happened to be the guys who had the money and were in the right place
0: oh there's definitely a Absolutely part of that yeah for sure but I, I guess i think back to let's say books like what typically you know books that were well written or or had some whatever value or the ones that are like still around now like if some crazy person just writes some racist book and shoves it on a shelf probably not going to sell that many copies I mean it might but it's probably not and more well thought out books are going to last the test of time versus uh, and I guess we do have bookstores that decide what books go on shelves but like with with the what do you call that? The AI and stuff that generates a lot of social media. Now it's not driven by supply and demand directly. It's driven by like algorithms and things that we don't even quite understand how they work. So it's, hmm. it's just tricky. It's a new thing. And and I don't know that it's horrible. It's just different than what the way things have worked before. So I have decided like, ah, I'm just going to step back out of this area and just stay out of that
1: sandbox for a little while. Hmm says, even if you consider yourself a fairly open-minded person, I think they're talking to me, there are probably certain topics on which you take a much harder stance, experiences that you are passionate about or social issues, for example. Having convictions can be great, but strong belief does not negate an open mind. Being open-minded means having the ability to consider other perspectives and trying to be empathetic to other people, even when you disagree with them. It does say open-mindedness has its limits. It does not imply that you must sympathize with every ideology, but making an effort to understand the factors that might have led to those ideas can be helpful in finding ways to persuade people to change their minds, which is kind of what we talked about last episode about having a story, you know, kind of trying to understand the story of where they got to where they are and and why. Uh, So it says, characteristics of open-minded people. They are curious to hear what others think. I'm curious to hear what certain others think. <laughs> I don't know if that qualifies, though. Are you curious to hear what other people think, too? I am. Mm-hmm. Are you? I am, yeah. too. Really? Yes. Ooh, very much. I might not look so good in this episode. I am, like,
0: a, I, and just in general, though, I'm a socially curious, like, people fascinate me, just the realm of same the vastness of people and how they think and how they approach people problems and deal with situations like that shit fascinates me yeah
2: Yeah, even back in my like bar days like i would love to go to new bars and meet people i was always talking and i loved hearing all stories and meeting weird people and characters and getting their stories i love that i I think i mean hindsight now i think i was trying to find some kind of truth about why we're here Mm. you know and that in my like drunken way that's that's what i was doing but Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a people person. Yeah,
1: Whew, yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these stupid people and their <laughs> terrible ideas? I don't want to hear that shit, huh? Uh, they are able to have their ideas challenged it, i think what's interesting for me already just on the second one realizing is that in certain atmospheres in certain environments and with certain people i love these ideas like i love coming on here i like hearing what you think jenny's brought up episode topics and i'm like damn we're gonna do that when billy's not here i'd really like to hear his take on this right so there are times and in here i'm, I'm open to having my ideas challenged like uh, that helps me reinforce what i believe when i think through it more and better understand it and maybe i change but in general no don't fucking challenge my authority like (laughs) shut up
0: yeah it's it's hard to walk around because that is a state of vulnerability you know what i mean and and we don't think of it in that way but that's what it is like i'm gonna be you know vulnerable to being wrong i'm gonna be vulnerable to someone you know, in, in my case, the storyline is someone being smarter than me on something. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? That's a hard place to stay all the time. Right. Do you like being challenged,
2: Jenny? Yes. Yeah. yeah I mean, I don't usually argue. When people, if people want to tell me their story or their truth, I just listen. And if I don't agree with them, sometimes I'll be like, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Unless it gets really, you know, like like the racism line. You know, like then I'm like, all i right, right, I'm, I'm done. But like. Even if I don't agree with their decisions, I want to hear it. I want to understand it. It's fun. Hmm.
1: The next one is they don't get angry when they are wrong. Oof. That's hard. Yeah. I don't know. What am I wrong about? Is it big? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I don't know.
2: Yeah, probably. Well,
1: I don't know that I get angry. Maybe I do.
2: I get embarrassed maybe when I'm wrong. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Definitely a angry. shot to the
1: yeah. ego. Yeah. Anger is my embarrassment reaction, I think. Okay. I don't oh, have space yeah, to be embarrassed. True. I'm like ah fuck you. <laughs> uh they have empathy for other people. I like to think I have that I, a I lot of times. I think I have empathy for other people. Mm-hmm. They think about what other people are thinking. Uh I do that but not in a good way. I do a lot. I'm I do like a lot. what the I do fuck, fuck are they I thinking? Think
0: thinking. <laughs> but I do it as a strategy. So it always comes back to uh like in when you learn about like debate. Well, if you're going to debate a subject, you have to know what all the counterpoints are to the argument to have a good debate with someone on an argument. So
1: I gotta say, I don't think that's what they're talking about with open mindedness. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, right, right, right. Think about what they're gonna say so I can make them wrong.
0: <laughs> well, sometimes you have to justify strategically uh, <laughs> why principles are good to practice.
1: Right.
2: I'm actually a terrible debater. I like if I don't agree with you, I just don't have the 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 quickness to like argue back. You're so. not a masturbator. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, they are humble about their own knowledge and expertise. Oof. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sometimes.
1: It depends on what arena you catch me in.
2: I fake yeah.
0: humility. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in, in my household, I don't know that I'm all that humble about my knowledge and expertise.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm probably not at home.
1: At work, I feel like I am. I'm probably huh. least humble <laughs> at home. Yeah. And see, that on the look opposite... tells me maybe not so much.
0: <laughs> well, because at my job, so I supervise a bunch of people that have, a, like, I supervise HVAC technicians, and I'm not a technician. Mm. So they have technical experience and superior knowledge to me, you know. So I supervise a bunch of people that know more about a certain
1: aspect of the work than I do. They want to hear what other people have to say. You know, I'm specifically thinking of my relationship with my daughter right now, and it's like. I, I do want to hear what other people have to say until I feel like they're at a place that's, you know, kind of this concept of like, we're reading the same book, but I'm a few chapters later in it. Like, she's a few chapters sooner than me. And it's like, I'm open to hearing what you have to say. But I, my problem is that she thinks what she has to say should make it so that I change my mind. Right. And I'm like, no, like, I'm, I'm hearing what you have to say. I understand how you feel. And yet that's still not going to work in world. Right. (laughs) So I, Mm -hmm. I got to still stand my ground with that. And I feel like that's where I get, I struggle with like, I'm open to hearing it, but don't expect me to do something different just because I hear you.
2: We always have to remind our kids, um, that we have more experience than them. Like I hear you and this is what I know to be true. Remember, I have a couple decades on you. Mm-hmm. I have a little more experience than you.
1: Yeah. Good luck with that when they're teens. And <laughs> I'm not trying to belittle your experience now, but I, I feel like that teenage experience for me, and I don't know if this is the same for every teen, was that I was unable to take those suggestions that my parents had. I could tell you that my father would be able to tell you how my situation was going to play out in three weeks. And I still couldn't listen. I was still like, nah, you don't know what he's talking about. Even though I knew he did. I don't know what that was. Yeah, and I guess I've become more
0: of a different kind of parent. Like, I don't try to figure out a lot of shit for my kids or tell them. I just, they're going to do what they're going to do, you know. And I heard it work recently, there's a lady going through it with her grandkids. Her grandson's 15, and they wanted him to break up with this girl so the two of them ran away and then they got caught stealing from a dollar store or something because he's going to run away with this girl and they're going to live their life which you know everybody fucking knows how that ends except for the two 15 year olds who who think they got it all figured out and you know she's talking to her son and daughter-in-law and and telling them you got to sit them down and tell them this this and this and i just want to say yeah good luck with that like when you were 15 did you listen to what your fucking parents had to say like if i put myself in that place everything that my parents told me was true everything that they told me was probably going to happen is what happened and it didn't make i like you said i still had no ability to take that advice seriously Mm -hmm. at that age so why do i think i would be any different (laughs) saying that shit to my kid like they just they don't i don't know what it is i don't so now i tell them well, i'm like well good luck you know you're the one that's got to suffer the consequences of your choices and there's a lot of consequences coming on this path
1: yeah <laughs> yeah know? and the the last one they said of characteristics they believe others have a right to share their beliefs and thoughts and that's a a tricky one hmm. for me because some ideas and thoughts are really yucky to me and, and to get shared I don't know not that i think people are just necessarily going to buy in i guess it hurts my feelings that so many people do at times like agree with belief systems that i think kind of suck um
0: so that's what's scary and dangerous it's like there are a lot of ideas that i don't agree with and it's scary when you find out how many people support you know things like racism or even like sexist ideas or you know as we mentioned on another podcast, religious ideas, how people want to implement that stuff on society. It's like, yeah. that's some scary shit. And you think that's a fringe belief. And then you find out there's all oh, these people that think
1: that way. Well, and, and Ooh, you know, understanding, scary. yeah, that the people, it's kind of like, you know, the idea of Nazi Germany in World War II. Like, it's not uh, that a whole country was full of bad people. But you start to buy into some of these ideas when they get shared because we can spin things to sound pretty good you know based on what we want them to sound like and it it does get scary in that sense of like well what are we all going to start believing if we start sharing these ideas in these particular ways
0: but i will say one of the things like with the nazi germany
1: idea one of the the dangers
0: of not having an open-minded society is then only the one bad idea gets perpetuated so the problem in nazi germany wasn't that other people didn't have other points of view it was the people that had other points of view got killed and locked up and shut down so that the prevailing point of view became the one that you had to subscribe to or you just shut up and went your own way and so in that context it's important i think for our society to be open-minded to be able to talk about these things because Mm. if not like say it's not like these bad
1: ideas just go away right they just you know fester (laughs) so why would you want to be open-minded the benefits you gain insight you have new experiences you achieve personal growth you become mentally strong you feel more optimistic and you learn new things Uh, Some of the things that can influence your personality, openness to experience is one of the five broad dimensions that make up human personality, shares many of the same qualities with open-mindedness, such as willing to consider new experiences and ideas and engaging in self-examination. You also gain expertise when you're open-minded and comfort with ambiguity. So it says you have to fight the confirmation bias in order to be open-minded you have to overcome in the tendency but it's tricky confirmation bias involves paying more attention to things that confirm our existing beliefs while at the same time discounting evidence that challenges what we think and i think that is a very very hard task like we definitely learn, and our brains are programmed to look for things that feed into what we already know and so unless you're actively Open minded, you're actively searching out these other opinions and why they might be more beneficial. Cause I think a lot of our problems, you know, we talked about this when we talked about simplicity as a spiritual principle. A lot of our problems aren't simple problems in our societies. And so when we try to narrow them down to a simple, well, this is just the right way. Like, because this, I believe this, so this must be the right way to tackle the problem. And, and I don't think that takes into consideration, like there's a whole lot of different ways to tackle it. None of them are going to give you the result we really want, which is a total fix of the problem. Right. And so it's really just like, where do we want to come from? It's almost like a, where do we want to come from intentionally is more important necessarily than if it's the right action or or if it lines up with some other belief system we have. And I feel like we'll pick out one belief system, right? I believe uh, children should listen to their parents. But, you know, we'll pick that out as the most important belief system because we also believe you should be kind to people. But children listening to their parents, that should be met with brute force. Like, you know, corporal punishment is the way to go with that because, and like we forget about, oh, we also believe we're supposed to be nice to people and kind to them and loving. (laughs) Like, uh, it's weird how we buy into this one belief system and like ignore the rest of our belief systems to, say we want to go one certain route yeah
0: like those things work independent of each other you know how to figure out how to work those principles together
1: (laughs) right right well i feel like a lot of our our policy ideas and political beliefs right now they kind of like i don't think that people that believe in a different view than me are bad people like i still think all those people want to be kind to their neighbors and loving and and you know helpful members of society and yet i feel like they forget those pieces when they decide to go into their politics or or what they want to champion for for laws and I'm like that you're only coming from one place like where's the other principles you believe in in your daily life that I see you live right well,
0: and I think that is how high up those values rank in their pecking order, like we mm-hmm. all have an order of what is our most important values. You know, and then there's our what I'm going to call sub values that sort of fall in a line. And those aren't the same for everyone. You know, I might like my neighborhood, but I might like my own independent liberties better. You know, that might Trump or vice versa. I might decide that what's better for the community, I'm willing to sacrifice. And that's where we get into these ideas of, you know, the vaccine stuff. You know, some people feel like they think it's worth giving up their individual liberties for the sake of the whole and other people feel like no my individual liberties should trump the whole and i I don't know that there's a right or wrong obviously i have my opinion on that but you know if we're not open-minded and we don't understand where other people are coming from it's easy to just call them all these names and insult them and tell them Mm. you know they're killing people or not killing you know whatever right This episode has been brought to you in part by Voices of Hope, Inc., a nonprofit recovery organization made up of people in recovery, family members, and allies. Together, members strive to protect the dignity of those that use drugs and those in recovery by advocating for treatment, harm reduction and support resources, and mentoring. Please visit us at www.voicesofhopemaryland.org and consider donating to our cause.
1: All right. You guys want to take a quiz?
2: Yeah. I like quizzes.
1: <laughs> all right. So these are answered by often, sometimes, or rarely. That's the answer to all these questions. Do we have a pen and paper?
2: Yeah, I got one here. Okay. okay. Do we each keep our own score or are you going to keep it all, all the scores?
1: Keep all. Okay. All right. So often is worth three, sometimes is worth two, rarely is worth one. Really need help. Okay. <laughs> Number one, I enjoy learning about diverse people, countries, and cultures. Often. 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 So we all get a three. I think that everybody has valuable ideas to share with the world. Often. (laughs) Rarely. (laughs) That's a one? Uh, Yep, that's a one. I'll I'll, I'll say often. Huh. I respect the different world religions and their beliefs. I say often.
0: I say often.
2: Often.
1: No. do we know all the world religions and their beliefs? Because that's interesting. There's a lot, So one that...
2: Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. The one that jumps to mind, though, I was like, oh, the old... Uh, the, where they hurt young girls. <laughs> like, is that part of a religion? I don't even know. Like, Well, and
1: I... Well, that's I, always I, these offshoots, too. Like, crazy sect. Yeah. But I, I do think that's respecting the different world religions to some extent. Like, even if it's a small portion that practices it.
0: What about doomsday cults? Uh, I guess not. Fall into that because a lot of them start as religion. I'm, I'm <laughs> keeping How are we my doing... three, damn it. Uh, yes, I respect
2: them. <laughs> Jim I...
1: Jones, all power.
2: Uh, and I, I'm, I'm just having trouble defining respect. Like, do I see that that's happening over there? Do, and, like, all right, that's your country. That's your i can't touch it like how are we defining respect here yeah i
1: don't know or
2: am i gonna like make it my life cause to destroy your religion like i don't know
1: well and i i think this buys into the idea of like democracy and how we try to export it to all these countries and it's like is that the right thing or not i I, do i want people living in conditions where they're forced into shitty lives no but at the same time are we supposed to give that to everybody I, i i don't know like i don't know if it's better when we free people quote unquote like I, I really don't know that's interesting
0: so I just head into that or or approach that way more generally as in any religions that aren't like directly causing harm to people I mean they're I, all causing harm Billy <laughs> <laughs> it's no such thing uh, but I was gonna say there's a very interesting show uh, I find it interesting on discovery plus I think I watch it on uh I think it's called discovering god or understanding god it's got morgan freeman and he travels around and they cover all these different topics and explore all these different religions all around the world it's pretty pretty fascinating how they go like the end of days and how who is god and afterlife and they look at all these different religions and he travels different places so like stuff like that i'm like that is fucking fascinating to me i'll watch
1: interesting all right. I guess we'll just stick with our answers on that. <laughs> when I hear someone joke about or insult people of a certain race, I speak up.
2: Mm. <sighs> never. Yeah. Sometimes. Unfortunately. I mean, uh, it's very... I'm... Or should I put rare? It was rarely a... Yeah,
1: it's often, sometimes, or rarely. Sometimes.
2: Maybe sometimes. Sorry. Make that a okay. two. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> because like it's not never. Two. I just wish I did it more. I just yeah, wish I had the courage get to do it too. more. I
0: could probably
1: do it more. Yeah. When I disagree with someone, I listen and try to understand their point of view. <laughs> Definitely, sometimes I'm a often. Uh, yeah, I'm often. I like to travel, see new places, and meet new people. Often,
2: always was that a choice? Yeah. <laughs> often? yeah,
1: often. Yeah, I guess I'm an often. I I will say like my struggle with this is more the fear uh, of like you know if I go to a country that I've heard things like oh it's not safe there or whatever like I'm like well I'm not leaving the resort. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna stay safe but i would love the opportunity to safely you know meet new people and learn more about them i I loved college for that reason and got to meet a lot of people from different you don't want to go backpack across to tibet that scares me
2: (laughs) i would somebody's got to watch my kids though
1: (laughs) when i meet a new kid in school who looks or talks differently from me i'm friendly and welcoming often
2: often
0: yeah Mm, sometimes I gotta get
1: myself a sometimes on. Ooh. I try to learn about world events and think about how they affect my family or community sometimes
2: often and I'm so sad they used to have the New York Times on audible daily digest and they yanked it at the beginning of the year and that's where I used to get my world news I,
1: like- so I gotta
0: get myself a two on that recently but mostly on purpose like when I start looking at the state of the world and politics and all that stuff it's depressing and it makes me angry So I'm like, I'd rather just go back to like stick my head in the sand and go about Mm -hmm. my day than walk around and think our economy is going to shit. I'm going to have to work till I'm 90 because my retirement's getting ready to go down the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) It's too much.
1: I'm glad I know I'm not going to live to 90, so I don't have to worry about that. (laughs) I'm kind and respectful to people with disabilities. Often. Often. If a kid at school is teased or bullied, I try to be a friend to him or her. Often. Now.
2: Often.
0: Yeah, now in my life I would say often. Probably not when I was a teen, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I was very different at 15.
1: <laughs> I'll try new foods, music, and other things, even if they're different from what I usually like. Hmm. Sometimes. Yeah, I'm sometimes. sometimes. Foods is tricky, too, because I know I have a sensitive palate. Yeah, and
0: I'm not much on new foods, like... And I think that more has to do with I'm um, cheap. Like when I go out to a restaurant, like I don't want to order a food that I might not like and waste, you know, twenty dollars on something that's.
2: <laughs> I did. I brought home a mystery bag of chips. It wasn't. We were at the Asian market, and I was like, "Spicy fried crab. Let's try it." We opened it last night. All of us were like, Bleh! It was awful. And I was, yeah. But we wanted to, you know, we just like try a new thing. So that was a fail. That was so, my Asian market fail.
0: I bought one of those like keto cereals. It was like $8 for this little tiny buy I'm like, oh, it's so expensive. I'm like, well, I'll try. It was so terrible. And I left it in the cabin. I'm like, I'm going to eat that shit. And finally, I threw it away. <laughs> it
2: like, Usually, I the worst. I would force myself just to eat it, but it was so bad. I, that's how this was,
0: too. Hot it was so fish. terrible.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I bought... Kashi cereal one time a particular version of some of them have been all right yeah, but Kashi's I bought one and it was like okay. cardboard I was like I am not eating this there is just no way <laughs> Even music sometimes though like there's times when I'm like yeah <laughs> let me hear some new music and then there's other times I'm like no nah, this isn't my brand
2: need the old familiar
1: mm-hmm. So I
0: recently it's so funny because recently I I listen to music when I go to the gym in the morning, and I go every morning. We've been going for a while, so I have kind of have the same playlist that I listen to, and I was getting a little sick of that, so I started listening to, like, a bunch of rap music lately. And so Jen comes in the other day, and I'm making dinner. I'm in the kitchen. I got rap music playing. She's like, I don't think I know you anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I needed a
0: mix-up of my songs, you know? <laughs> I don't know what's contemporary music. I don't really know any of the contemporary songs. <sighs>
1: I can't picture that either. That's actually kind of funny. (laughs) Uh, I get the facts and make up my own mind about things rather than just going along with what others say often.
0: Yeah, I'm often Often.
1: than that. I usually just go against what other people say. (laughs) Right. (laughs) What'd they say? I hate that. All right. What's our tallies there? Because that's that's the end question. Yeah. Yeah. We might need a calculator. I mean, you can get up to 36, I think. Yeah. Three times 12. I'm doing math right. Should I have my seven-year-old, buddy? How can how many points can we get? There's three, and there's twelve questions.
2: Should we have some old music? Yeah,
1: a little Jeopardy. So I don't, I think I did pretty well on that. I had a couple of sometimes, one rarely. I'm not going to be in the lowest one.
2: I'm kind of a picky eater too. So for those
1: at home, since we will not venture into this category, sorry. Oh. Did I cut your picky eater? No, no, no. Go. For, if you got 12 to 19 points listening at home, the doors of your mind can be more open. See, they even say that nicely. Choose some <laughs> tips from the quiz and try them out. We're not going to fall into that category though. So tell me about your picky eater.
2: Oh, for the picky eater question, I'm a pescatarian. So if I go to a restaurant, like 80% of the menu is not for me. So- I mean, I don't know if that's a picky eater, but I just choose not to eat meat. All right. So. I got our tallies. How we
0: doing? So Jenny's the winner with 34.
2: Ooh, do I get a prize? I
0: came in second with 32 and Jason was 30.
1: Oh, so we're all in the so top. we're all portion. in the top. Wow. Yeah. Super so the, the middle version, if you scored 20 to 27 at home, you're keeping your mind open most of the time. Look for ways to let in even more new ideas. And if you're a superstar like us <laughs> and you scored from 28 to 36, you're doing an awesome job opening your mind about people and ideas. Keep it up. I don't know. I didn't feel like that really gave me a a true indication. So let's let's do this other quiz, which I thought was a little interesting.
2: This is a very open-minded podcast, so I think naturally. Yeah, we're
1: skewed. We're biased to open minds.
2: Yeah.
0: So, and I think of things like, are you open-minded? My buddy went to a wedding of his friend one time that was like one of these. I'm going to say pagan weddings, but it was like a witchcraft wedding oh, like nice. one of those weird and it was like out in the woods and they had this circle of stones and like they were like wearing horns and like wow. all that shit and I, like I would go to that and love it like I'd be
1: all in same <laughs> did <laughs> i have to prick my finger or anything do
0: <laughs> so i got to donate
1: blood. yeah that scares me a little bit but the rest of that's cool
0: but that's what I think. Like, what, like, what would you think of that experience? And that's how I would kind of judge people's open mindedness.
1: <laughs> really, that's interesting. I, I, so, you know, confirmation bias. And I'm like, oh no, everybody's like me. They'd all think that would be wild and cool and different. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess not, though. The way you're saying it, a lot of people would not want to do that. If
2: you're not down with that wedding, I'm probably not down with you. <laughs> yeah. but we all scored very high on the <laughs> open mindedness
0: test, so. Think of an overly conservative, like, 70-year-old Baptist minister. (laughs) Like, uh, you know, he would go to something like that and probably
1: think hell was coming. Really? (laughs) Huh. See, I don't even associate that with religion. I'm not like, oh, this is sacrilegious. I'm just like, this is interesting. (laughs) This is weird. All right. So maybe this other quiz will help us out a little bit. Uh, We can only answer. I got to, like, enter in the answers, So we're only going to answer from one person. So let's, let's go with Billy, since Jenny was the most open-minded. We'll just answer for Billy. And I think I get to put him straight in. Because you were in the middle. That's All perfect. Right. When someone calls you by the wrong name, you politely correct them, correct them and try to hide your annoyance, let it go, respond to the wrong name.
2: Uh, I probably
0: let it go.
1: Yeah? What do you do, Jenny?
2: So I'm Jenny, but sometimes people call me Jen, and I'll respond. I'll
1: be like, yep, that's me.
0: Now, if it kept happening, I would politely correct them, but like once I would just not really care.
1: see, I think the first time I do, just so they don't have to feel awkward, like down the line, like they've been calling me that for ten days, and now all of a sudden, I'm like, it's actually jason i I had this happen in prison, actually, yeah. <laughs> this guy called me, what was it Sean? like for some reason, he thought my name was Sean, and he just called me Sean for like six months, and I just <laughs> I, was, I was Sean like he introduced me to people as Sean I was just Sean I just yeah. I was like what the fuck I don't know
2: and you didn't and correct anybody. it had anybody? gone
1: on for so long I was like I'm just fucking Sean now I mean it <sighs> is my middle name so I went with it but huh yeah, yeah see and it
0: happens to me at work all the time because I talk to people and I'm you know like customers and stuff and I say oh you know my name's Bill blah 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 and they'll call back oh uh, yeah can I talk to Steve you know like and they never fucking remember and I don't correct them I don't really care
2: <laughs> if somebody got my name like grossly wrong like if they call me Jen instead of Jenny but if they called me like Sean you know I'd be like actually hey, it's actually Jenny, but hey.
1: Yeah, I, I think I politely correct them the first time. Like, if they're like, hey, Carol, and I'm like, it's Jason, actually, but that's okay. Like, but I, I don't care. Like, I'm not upset by it. Yeah. And if they continued to want to call me Carol, I wouldn't really give a fuck. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I'm Carol to them. Cool. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you said let it go? Yeah, I would let it go. All right. Billy's letting it go. So that's how we're answering. You'll try something new if you're pressured into it. You can benefit from it. It's safe. It's fun.
2: It's oh. fun.
0: Well, definitely, if it's fun, I'm thinking. I'm like sorry, safe. safe. I'm going to yeah. stay with yeah, safe though. I'd say safe. safe, is more important.
1: But that gets scary. I feel like because that gets like people could be like, "Oh, that's not safe to have a you know wedding like that." <laughs> That's dangerous to invite spirits into the world. Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, but is that true? I just mean, if it's literally like I'm not going to die doing it or get hurt. Okay. Yeah, I'm probably open to trying it. Yeah, right. All right. So we're going with it safe. safe. Oh, here we go. Your favorite sex position is missionary, doggy style, legs up, girl on top. <laughs> what is legs up? I don't know. Is Is, like, missionary only considered when they're laying with their legs flat? Flat. Like, that's really... Yeah. That's hard.
0: flat. Probably like this. Like this. (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) legs. We're doing us.
1: (laughs) That's interesting. Like, I I don't know that I've had missionary where the legs weren't up. I just always thought that was all missionary. I don't... Am I I blessed enough to work missionary without their legs being up? I feel like that's... (laughs) Sounds like you need a little extra to to do something like that. Oh uh, no. God, I don't even want to try. Uh, I'd be scared to right, fail. So
0: I would go doggy style, probably.
1: Oh, he's going doggy style. Jenny? I'm not answering. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I feel like my answer has nothing to do with open mindedness. Like mine is definitely girl on top, and that's because it's less fucking work. <laughs> 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 like seems easier to me. I, it's perfect. I get to sit here and do nothing. It's right. exactly what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know that that's about an open mind. That's about my energy level. <laughs> that's funny. Jenny won't answer. She must be missionary.
0: Not open-minded uh, when it comes to that. <laughs> she must not. Found like- her button. That's her three points. <laughs> yeah.
2: You can just subtract three points from her 34, Billy. You are now right. the king of open-mindedness.
1: Uh, which of these qualities do you wish you had more of? Willpower, self-control, patience, empathy. That's or a tough one. Patience is for me. Whew. Yeah, that's tricky because, like, I don't even necessarily believe in willpower or self-control. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think those are things. Yeah, patience for me, for sure.
2: Patience. See,
1: I feel like I have empathy, but I wonder if I just had more empathy. If I was, like, the Superman of empathy, if I would have more patience automatically. Hmm. I don't know. I would probably say patience too at this point, so we'll go with Billy's patience. If you could have one of these in your dream home, what would you choose? Indoor pool, sauna, secret passageway, two story organized closet. Doggy style. <laughs> <laughs> Girl on top for sure. Can I have that in my home? Uh pool. Well, yeah, you go with the pool. indoor pool. Mm-hmm. Like, how big would this indoor pool be in your mind? Like, you're talking so about Olympic size? Pool.
2: Olympic size. That sounds really big. But, you know, just a regular home swimming pool would be like,
1: fine. what about... like What the fuck is a regular home swimming pool that's indoors, Jenny?
2: I, I don't Are know. Are you trying
1: to get in to swim? <laughs> is this for health? Like, do you want to swim? I would love your a pool.
2: Home? I think a pool would be awesome. Oh, I feel like yeah.
1: backyard pools you can't really swim in. They're not big enough. That's why I was saying, like, huh. you either need Olympic size or you need one of those little... Uh, what are they? The, the, the like swimming oh, treadmills? The lap pools? Yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> so, swimming yeah, treadmills. Swim in a,
0: yeah, in one place.
2: So big uh, enough to like, yeah, to swim laps in or to have like a uh, play with your kids or have like a little volleyball net. You could have like parties. And wow. That would be fun.
1: That's, that's what you want, huh? So it's indoor pool, mm-hmm. sauna, secret passageway, two story organized closet. I'm still trying to figure out how you get a two story closet. Uh, Do you have stairs in your closet? I mean, I immediately think secret
0: passageway. i did too (laughs) i was definitely
1: fuck yeah yeah. can you imagine how cool it would be to have a secret passageway in your house Uh, really i I played clue growing up
2: every day i would play with the pool every day oh see i wouldn't i don't play a secret passageway every day
1: i I would go with with sauna
0: only because i know there's a lot of health benefits to saunas right now i would love to have a sauna but between that and a secret passage, I'm probably going the wasteful way. of Secret passage. That's, I don't care. I'm definitely <laughs> yeah, know, going man. that
1: route. Sounds fun. <laughs> when I was playing Clue growing up, they had secret passageways, and you always see them in movies. I'm like, can you imagine? I've always like thought about having this little secret passageway yeah, like to go through the hallway. That yeah. Fucking opens up.
0: Like that would be so cool, and like a game
1: room back there, <laughs> right? <or something> like- <laughs> I, yeah, we have a pool, and I don't get in it that much. <laughs> like I'm not really a. You got to get wet and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't like
0: pools either. I like the ocean, but I don't oh like it. Oh, my God. If my God. I
2: had a pool indoors, I've, I've, got a hot tub in i got be in it every day. Still,
1: I still do that with the hot tub. Like, I got it in a bunch when we got it, and now it's like, eh, I got to get wet and then dry <laughs> off. And <laughs> it's like work. Secret Passageway is like, I have a Secret Passageway. <laughs> right. I just know I have it. So, what's your answer, Billy? Secret Passageway. All right. Fuck it. Secret Passageway. I, I still can't understand the two-story organized closet, though. Do you have stairs in the closet? that feel
2: too. Yeah.
0: Maybe one of them ladders like they have in a library.
1: (laughs) Uh, Runners. Yeah, that sounds I keep picturing the Barbie
2: cartoon. Like, who has that much clothes?
1: It says, You are basically Switzerland.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is that the
0: answer? Oh, white with blonde hair. Yeah. Uh,
1: You accept and appreciate all walks of life, preferring to sit back and hear someone out without casting snap judgments on people. You use all the right pronouns, promote equal rights, and try to look objectively at all sides of an argument. People come to you for advice and trust you to fix situations neutrally. You tread lightly, and you're not afraid to have an opinion of your own. So, you're Switzerland. Hmm. uh, Is that where we want to be? I guess it is. Uh, Do you like skiing? (laughs) Yeah, I love skiing. Well... That's funny. You think quiz. of skiing with Switzerland because all I think about is like the Swedish bikini team or something from the eighties. Like I don't <laughs> even know if that's still a thing. I just remember growing up and there Gosh, was like yeah. Swedish bikini team memorabilia in my household or something. Huh. And I was like, oh, nobody yeah. thought
2: of a Swiss Army knife.
1: Nope. No. That's or it.
2: chocolate or yodelers. It uh-huh. does
1: come to mind that they don't like interfere with wars and shit. They're always like, nope, sorry yeah. about your luck. Or life. out. Yeah, I don't know what
0: to do with any of this.
1: That's interesting because I would say if you ask me, that's not necessarily who I wanted to be most of my life. Like I want to stand up for people and speak out and aggressively help change the world. But I I am starting to think I want to be more of this open to new things. So in taking these quizzes, one of the things that popped up in my mind is like, and, and reading this stuff like this open to new ideas, mine has limits. Like, I, and I was thinking that was interesting for to talk about on here. Like, we can say we're open to hearing other people's beliefs, but what if they start talking about some shit? Like, in my country, we sleep with fourteen-year-old girls, like as adult men. Like, I, I think that might still happen places and stuff oh yeah, like they that. Marry them. Yeah, I mean, I think
2: it gets worse. Yeah. Are we
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean there's, you know, genitalia mutilation in some religions like you were referring to early, um earlier Jenny and, and things like that. And and I know we don't think about these things very often, but like are you open if somebody from another culture or country comes around you and starts talking about that's their belief systems? Are you
0: So when they say open I mean at least and maybe I'm interpreting this wrong. Maybe I'm not as open minded as I think I am. What I think of though is like if if Just I'm going to use you. If you came in and started saying those things to me, what I think is open-minded is being able to have a discussion about it and saying, oh, do you really think, you know, is that healthy? Like, what are you trying to do? You don't think that's imposing on the person's rights versus saying, well, you're fucking terrible and you're a horrible person and you deserve to die. Like Mm – to me open-minded isn't necessarily mean accepting of all other people's beliefs and ideas. It just means I'm not going to go to like some snap judgment of like you're a horrible piece of shit and you're not even worth my time of talking to. Hmm. Like you still deserve respect and you still deserve some dignity and we can if you can continue to have a conversation with me, we can talk about this and I don't need to agree with you.
1: See, and I feel like that's a step away from what I consider open-mindedness. Um, like, yeah, I definitely think that's important to be able to have that conversation and and be open to the idea that, you know, they, they have a different theory, but I feel like in that version of open mindedness, at least in my head, for me, when I practice that my ultimate goal is still that they change their mind. Like, that's what makes the situation right. Like, yeah, we can have this calm conversation, but in the end you need to change your mind because you're wrong. (laughs) Hmm. And and I think the open-mindedness that I, I think is open-mindedness is saying at the end of that conversation, like, I definitely do not, I'm not changing my mind. I don't agree with those practices, but if that's how it's done, I I don't want to say I guess it's all right, but it's not for me to decide it's not right for you. Like, that's what I think open-mindedness is the way i'm seeing it what, what, oh, okay
0: uh, so i would say that yeah i mean i don't know that my goal was to necessarily change their mind
1: what mm-hmm. do I, What do you think
2: if somebody came to me and started explaining and justifying how they abuse girls it would be hard for me to like physically sit still like i would just be like my body would remove me from the situation like i just i guess i if that makes me not open-minded that's where i'm at but you know like i don't think i could sit and listen to somebody justify abuse
0: yeah i don't think that's not being open.
2: Uh, and i just i mean like of course i have a boundary and i'm not gonna it's not gonna happen and if i can help it but i can't and i'm i'm not really good like with violence on tv either like you know like real realistic violence like sci-fi violence is fine but like <laughs> but like, all the like aliens you want. yeah aliens yeah talk. i not like any of that either. but it, it really like it really uh physically hurts me yeah you know? even like surgery
0: shows and stuff like oh, I, I can't even watch any of close that, to that. Yeah. yeah it's gross
2: <laughs> um so like hearing about something as you know horrifying as those religions i couldn't even just i couldn't even sit there so
1: well but i guess the interesting thing to me uh you know, we we have these very strong visceral beliefs in reaction, right? And and to, please, audience, do not think that I am championing that we should, you know, fuck fourteen year old girls. That is not my goal here yeah. at all. Uh I, I think if anything, we should probably raise the age that we consider people adults because their prefrontal cortex does not fully develop to somewhere around twenty five. So I think honestly, giving eighteen year olds choice. Is dangerous in our world in the way we do it. I, I'm the other end of this spectrum, but I do think it's interesting that we have tried to make up these myths and belief systems that don't necessarily exist in our world, right? This idea like, like, a, a an adult mature raccoon does not consider if the female raccoon or male raccoon that is of age to conceive uh is underage or not like it doesn't give a fuck right like that, that does not exist in biology it's not like oh that's wrong because they're under a certain age and you know i have to wait till the 365th day of their 17th year in order to you know have sex with that animal like that's not a real thing and we've kind of created this idea that it is and, and i'm not saying that it's a bad idea but we take it as for lack of a better word gospel that that's just the way it's done. You just wait till they're 18. Even though, honestly, through most of our human history, that is not the way we have looked at it or done it. And it's like we have this young country, but we believe our ideas are just right. Yep, they're just right, and everybody else is just fucking wrong. And I, th- I find that part of the idea fascinating. That we can be so adamantly against a thing that, A, does not exist naturally. We've totally made it up and created it. B, has not been the way it's been for most of our history. But yet, C, we act like it is just the way it's supposed to fucking be. And everybody else is way off in their interpretations of how they should live. That's what's fascinating to me.
0: Yeah, and see, that's where I would say that I am open-minded to ideas on whatever, just arranged marriages or things like that that they do in other countries. It does definitely get way harder when you're talking about, like, directly infringing upon someone's health and safety through rape and mutilation and things like that's a little different but i think yeah i i love to watch shows on different cultures and communities and see how they do things differently in other countries and other places you know with the idea that i don't know that what we're doing or what i'm doing is 100 percent right i say that to people with our kids in school all the time like i don't know it's almost like we're doing a science experiment sending them to this fucking weird school you know (laughs) they go to a non-traditional school that's nothing like anything else that most people know of as school i don't know if that's right or not i'm figured i just wanted to do something different than what i look at and think doesn't work that's my mm-hmm. opinion of traditional school is I look at it for most people. It's not a great experience for most people. It doesn't really have a great benefit, I don't think, and it kills their capacity to want to learn and to be curious about the world. so I'm gonna do something different
1: mm-hmm. what do you What do you think about all that Jenny
2: i I am still thinking about all that, <laughs> 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 but um yeah, I mean, I love, I, I love learning about other cultures, but I guess, yeah, it gets to a point where, you know, I'm, it's just too, too cringe. I can't, I can't go, you know, with you there.
1: What do you think makes it so cringe for us though? But like, do you really think that's some value you came out of the womb with? Like, you were just like, you know, you were two and you were like, nope, even though those two people love each other, their ages are too different. It's just wrong. Like that, I feel like that cringe is instilled in us from our society which is Mm -hmm. interesting like i have the same reaction i'm not sitting here arguing that i don't right like i I still if you tell me about some things that i find don't fit into what my beliefs tend to lean to but when i really examine it i'm like those aren't really necessarily beliefs i came up with they're just ways i've been taught were wrong and i just kind of buy in and i'm not saying again that that's bad like maybe that's good that i buy in right but yeah, that they're completely manufactured. I didn't come up with them.
2: This is why, yeah, this is why we practice mindfulness, you know, like, because the stories we've been told over and over, you know, from our parents, from movies, from the news, from, you know, just stories passed down. This is where mindfulness comes in, to question in questioning everything. Well,
0: even in the 80s, being a kid of the 80s and 90s, I mean, and you know, too, growing up in the city, like, it was not okay to be gay. It was totally yeah. not okay. Like, that was, you know... It, for, and, and I don't mean just, like, secretly in people's homes. I mean, pretty openly, like, it was not okay in most of society. Right. You know, and so even now, like, that's still, like, one of those underlying things mm-hmm. sometimes that's in me that I've learned to sort of be like, well, that's a stupid way to look at things. Like, why do I care what other people do about their sexual preferences? But, you know, it, they, those things do kind of still get a little stuck in there at times
1: yeah so I just watched the the Marvel movie The Eternals last night with my family, and uh there there's a gay couple in there, and not that I have any problem whatsoever with gay couples, right, but noticing the idea that there was also a few other you know heterosexual couples, and it never even occurred to me. Right, But the homosexual couple, I was like, oh, that's cool. They included a homosexual couple. Like it stood out still. It was like, yeah. well, that's not something you see every day in, in mass pop culture. Right? I, I like that they did it. I think it's great. But it was just interesting that it's still, like you said, that carryover of always being programmed of like something's unnatural or wrong with that. And, you know, uh, unnatural things don't exist in our world. Unnatural would be Jenny going going outside and running at the speed of light. Right. That's unnatural, <laughs> yeah. right? right? Unnatural things don't happen. <laughs>
2: not in these shoes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm grateful that we have movies like that today. Like, my kids are growing up seeing that, you know, seeing, like, multi in a, you know, historically inaccurate, you know, like, there was some, like, show and it was, like, people of all races. I'm like, that's not how that would have been. But that's fine that my kids see that because I don't care. Like, you know, like, I would rather they see all the colors all together and grew up that way and it wasn't a history show like if it was really it was like a fiction you know but i'm glad that they're going to see gay couples and like um you know all the races together
1: jenny if you had to pick your favorite gay couple sex position would would that be missionary doggy style legs up, or or, i guess girl on top is kind of a useless saying in (laughs) Depending on, I mean, both girls. One of them's going to be on top, or or there's no girl involved at all, or I don't know. But yeah, it's
0: <laughs> take it off to sex, but marriage. Um, like the what's that? The multiple wives stuff. Like I've kind of listened to a bunch of stuff on polyamory, and uh, and it's fascinating. I don't think it's for me. It's not in alignment with my values or the way I want to be. But if people want to live that way, I'm. More power to them if they're not infringing upon my rights or somebody else's rights, then who cares? I don't care if you marry five people. Why do we got to have a law that says you can only marry one? If you right. want to marry a bunch of people and they want to marry you, who gives a shit? Right.
2: I always thought it had more to do with, like, taxes. Like, you get, like, tax breaks for, like, marriage. Don't you get, like, a certain tax category for, like, a partnership, a marriage? But if you had multiple partners, I always... Because I wonder, too, I'm like, why couldn't they have, you know, multiple husbands or wives?
0: Well, it's a carryover Christian puritanical belief is what it comes from.
2: And, I mean, if they're all consenting adults, I'm kind of like, oh, who gives a shit. But I think it has to do with the government. How how are we going to tax them if they're, you know, living that way? Hmm. I don't know. Just a guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. It's interesting that it that it's hard to be open-minded when it's something that feels wrong and that's where i guess it's really tricky to decide what is infringing on someone else's rights like if you talk about okay there's a 16 year old girl who quote unquote loves a 30 year old man like i feel like there is a power differential but most of our marriages there's a power differential of some sort going on so it's like who are we able to say well you're 16 you you don't have these higher level thinkings going on yet like you can't really figure out if you're being taken advantage of in a situation you don't have the worldly experience like is that for us to say is that for her to decide like that's where it gets really tricky like i i mean if you ask me point blank i'm like yeah it's fucking wrong because you know she should be 25 before she's married <laughs> or anything but Uh, that's not what people would say. People would say 18 and then, you know, other people might say, well, if she's 16 and she loves him, that's fine. Like, I don't know. I don't know where, how do you decide what's open-minded and what's hurting somebody? Mm, Yeah, that's tricky.
2: Again, I think it might, that age limit, I think might go back to government because you can draft at 18. You know, like, does it have to do with that? Like how are we going to fill our armies?
0: Yeah. But I, and I guess I still go back to this idea for me and I, Again, maybe this is not the way to be open-minded, but I don't look at open-mindedness, me being open-minded as consenting to what other people are doing. Like I don't, because I think it's more a matter of, am I willing to listen to them? Am I willing to hear out their point of view without passing like a judgment, like you're wrong and you're a piece of shit. But I don't think consent needs to be there to be open-minded.
1: Well, but if you're not giving consent, then you're saying it's wrong. That's where I'm getting a little lost here. You're saying it's not about. Well,
0: wrong is subjective. I mean, so I don't say wrong as in what you're doing is wrong. It might be wrong for me. Doesn't necessarily make it
1: wrong for you. I mean. Well, that's consent, isn't it?
2: Well, Billy's not the judge. He's not in charge.
1: No, he is right now. I mean, if it's something I had (laughs) power over, if he was the king or something, yeah, it would be different. Mm. I don't know. I feel like not saying what they're doing is wrong for them is consent for them to do it to me I'm like okay if i'm not telling like you it's wrong is well I, I mean if jenny if you say you live in a certain way that i don't agree with and i don't want to do but i'm saying it's okay for you to do it that's consent and if it's not consent then i'm telling you you need to change like the to me there's a it's one or the other i don't know the middle ground there well, i guess i okay. i'm gonna go
0: back to the why speech idea that you know is is my role or responsibility to try to change you or convince you to do something different like is that
2: that's right because you have no power do I even have power to do that yeah you, you know? can tell me you don't have give me consent to live whatever way I'm living but it doesn't matter because I mean and
0: if I was asked to I vote I would definitely cast my vote in the direction that I think is right but there's a lot of things in our society that we vote on and our laws that I don't agree with like that I don't that I still go along with because that's the majority
1: whatever or not even majority most of the time but that's (laughs) in an open-minded society do we have laws that limit other people's behavior besides where it infringes upon people outside of them like should anybody have to live in a way that they don't want to i feel like laws kind of fuck that whole thing up it's not very open-minded to begin with well you gotta have
0: communal rules so what you would hope would happen and of course this is somewhat the case here so in certain states the age of sexual consent is 14 in other states the age is 16 you know so that changes per state and the idea is that you live or your community you have some say as to what that moral number is Hmm. um but so ideally the laws and values of your community should reflect the community. I know it's kind of, we're not there at the moment in the United States, but 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 idealistically that's the way it should be.
1: Even if they do reflect the majority of the community, that still doesn't seem open-minded. If one guy wants to jaywalk, if one guy wants to practice sodomy, and if one guy wants to be drunk in public, as long as those people aren't hurting someone else, why do we, one, need that law? But two, why? is that right? Even if nine out of 10 people in the community agree, does the 10th person have to abide by that? That doesn't seem open-minded. Why does he have to not jaywalk and not get butt sex and not get drunk in public? Like, why can't he do that? Why do we need a law that says he can't, that doesn't seem so open-minded the first
0: two, I don't know that we need laws for their kind of stupid laws, but the <laughs> third one is definitely butt sex laws dangerous. The oh, <laughs> there are, I don't know that there right. should be right. Well, that's where idealistically our communities are supposed to, uphold the values of the community now would that be open-minded i I don't know how you have mass amounts of people that are all going to be open-minded in an agreed-upon fashion (laughs) like i don't know how you live in societies with that with being completely open-minded
1: yeah well and and i think what i got out of this uh to wrap this up is it's just the idea that like i feel open-minded but i'm generally just pretty open-minded to things i'm open about right things that i'm not like hardcore beliefs uh you know one of the things and i'm sure i have this too and i don't mean to point the finger at you billy but it just it sticks out to me like when we talk about situations that involved uh molestation of children like you're passionate about that because it is an event that happened you know and affected your life in some way and so like i feel like you're gonna be less open to hearing a point of view that's different than yours on that arena, and I and I don't blame you. That's not like a blame or a judgment. I, I'm just saying, like, I'm sure I have those two Those things that have, you know, bullies for one. Bullies were a big part of my life, and that so like that topic gets me angry and and wanting to defend and not be open minded. And, and I guess for me, this topic brought up the idea of I I also want to try to be open minded in those places, right? Not just the places where I'm like kind of. I don't want to say wishy-washy, but like my opinion isn't so staunch on, on the topic, but I want to be open-minded also to hear outside views in places where I am pretty, my body gets excited and aggravated and ready to not hear. Like that's when I really want to practice this open-mindedness for me. Right. And maybe there's levels to open-mindedness
0: because like I hear that, you know, the the molestation thing. And I think, do I think there are people within our society that want to have sex with children? Absolutely. Those people exist. Would I be interested in hearing what they have to say? Eh, probably. I mean, I would probably be okay with listening to them and and hearing them out. Would I think it's okay for them to actually be able to have sex with children? No. You know? So so there's a level there where my open-mindedness is going to stop, you know, and, and- Hmm. I mean, in this case, you know, it's easy to see where the line is, but in other areas, it might be a little harder to judge where my open mind in this line.
2: Well, there's a victim in, a that in that third. In the third level, there's a victim. So it doesn't, it's like, that's not open-minded. There's right. like, there's harm.
1: Right. Any final thoughts, Jenny? Uh,
2: no, thank you. Okay. Final <laughs> thoughts, Billy?
0: <laughs> no, I just like most of these principles. I try to practice it to the best of my ability. I can't focus too much on what other
1: people are doing or that I'm not being open-minded. So... <laughs> All right, so go out in the world and practice your open-mindedness and girl on top. Have a nice week. <laughs> Did you like this episode? Share it with people you think might get something out of it. Check out the rest of our episodes at dot of.com. Also, while you're there, you can find ways to link up with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, anything. We're always looking for new ideas got an idea you want us to look into reach out to us